Well, it's 12.02 here in Ventnor, New Jersey, and yes, we had some technical issues, and I, yeah, I have, I have to go up. Um, and this is news that you can use uh, from Car Edge with your host, Zach and Ray, for Friday, July 21st, just one day before B-Day. Yes, tomorrow is my birthday. That being said, hopefully, Miss Kimberly Klein will be joining us in a few minutes. She's in the waiting room. We're having a little technical issues. Kimberly, at any moment, if you think you're good, and either in the private chat or in your, your little thumbnail down there, feel free to give us the thumbs up. That being said, we're going to kick things off that with a story we started to talk about yesterday, and we're going to continue to have the conversation today. I hope we can have Miss Kimberly Klein join us for it. Rejection rates on auto loans have hit all-time highs. The title of today's show is banks have stopped lending for cars, trucks, and SUVs. Boy, you were struggling to come up with a hook for today. No, come on, man. This is this is the truth. The 12-month rejection rate for auto loans was 14.2% yeah. in June, a new high, up from 9.1% in February. Some lenders have become much more cautious in their underwriting practices. But they haven't is stopped. The headline. They haven't stopped. Well, maybe they have. <laughs> That is the headline, Dad. No, no, I get it. It's a rejection rate. And I I know what it's like to be rejected. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and apparently so do a lot more people today. Um, this yeah. is going to require more and more cash down, more and more participation from consumers to be able to get auto loans approved. We're seeing a huge constriction in the willingness of banks to lend money. And it's not just auto loans. We talked about it a bit yesterday. It's all forms of, of credit. Yes. But auto loans is getting hit especially hard because, well, the car prices are still through the roof. Right now, if you're trying to buy a car, it's harder than it ever was before. Even if you can negotiate, even if you have great credit history, all those things, you're still going to more more likely today than a couple months ago, you're going to get rejected on your auto loan. There's there's a much greater chance that, that your loan application will either be turned down or will be subjected to different terms and conditions uh, where the bank might say, yes, we would approve the loan for X amount, which would require uh, either the dealer to discount the vehicle more or the customer to come up with more, uh, a larger down payment. Um, so yeah, the likelihood of, of walking into a dealership, applying for a car loan and being approved straight up has dropped dramatically even if you have good credit. Do you think this is, I mean, we were looking at the data, Dad, from Cox Automotive, and they have the average new car interest rate over 9% right now, mm -hmm. which is just tough for me to wrap my head around. Average used car interest rate over 13.5% right now. Do you think this is impacting people more on the newer used car side, or is it is it vehicle agnostic? It doesn't really matter. You know, banks are just tightening their lending requirements across the board. Well, I, I, I think people with good credit um, who are looking to buy a new car and are being told that the interest rate for the loan is going to be 7.9 or 8.49%. I, I, I think they're shocked, okay, because we lived for so many years with such cheap interest rates. And, and historically speaking, where the rates are today, they're not abnormally high. They're no. just abnormally high for where we had been. Um, so I think a lot of people are shocked. Now, if you're looking at a pre-owned car uh, and, and you're being told that your rate's 12.5 or 13.5%, yeah, you're probably having a tough time picking your jaw up off the floor. Um, you know, it, 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 seems, it seems 
like the interest rate is high, which yeah. it is, which really dramatically impacts what the payment would be. We did this a few weeks ago where we took the difference between like like 3% and 8%. And there was what, a, a couple hundred dollar a month difference in the car payment for a uh, an average transaction price vehicle purchase. Now, Dad, this is leading to automakers having to come up with some creative ways to try and get customers to actually come back through the door. We're seeing more and more finance incentives. For example, I'll pull it up here on the Car Edge Community Forum. Justice on our team was answering a question on the community forum from someone. Hey, what, what manufacturers are offering mm -hmm. incentives? And look at this list here. But look at what the interest rates are. Chrysler, 6.9% for 72 months on a 300. It was only a year ago, folks, that that was a 0% offer. Yes. 7.26% for 60 months up to $1,000 on the Pacifica. 7.2%, you know, 6.9. Here you go. Ford yes. is still offering some 2.9% options for those that have the best credit out there. 3.9%. Honda has a 0.9% financing option right now on a Ridgeline. Mini at 3.99. I was going to say, I just got an email yesterday that Mini was 3.99 up to 84 months. We went to our local Nissan dealership recently, and you've said it, and I think it's fantastic. The rogues were breeding like rabbits. There's lots of Nissan Rogue inventory. And look at this, 0% financing for 36 months on Murano's and Rogue's. Subaru even has for a limited time on the Crosstrek of all vehicles, 4.9%. So I guess I pull this up partly just to share. This is where consumers are going to find quote unquote relief. But the same issue is going to happen is you still got to get approved for these. Those rates are for top tier. Okay, so you have to probably have to qualify for those rates. You probably have to have a payment score of of seven twenty and above. Oh my goodness, it's Kimberly Klein. Hi um, guys, hey guys. Hey Kimberly. Kimberly. So so when you see that, you know that that's a great rate to bring you in, uh, but the vast majority of their customers are not going to qualify for that rate. Is that what you would see back in the day, Kimberly, when you were in the F&I office? Customers would come in. They'd, they'd be you know, so excited. They got the mailer for 0% or 0.9%, and then you get them, and they're in the F&I office, and you're running their credit. It's like, no, I can't get you approved at that rate. And I'm curious in general, Kimberly, you know, we're having this conversation about rejection rates, the highest they've been in a long, long time. What's your take on all of this? So you know, subvented rates and, and what the manufacturer can provide, what was your experience with that? And then in general, like, what do you make of the current market we're in? Well, first of all, you would have always have people come into the finance office with that mindset, Zach. And you had to have a talk with some people, um, sharing their credit with them, going over it line by line, and explaining to them why they're not qualifying for 0% or 1.9 or whatever it was. So I feel like today, and I certainly hope so, that more and more consumers are becoming aware of their credit and how, they, how your credit works. Um, with that said, it's not just score. You've heard me say this before. Give me one second. Unfortunately, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing the comments in the chat for the echo. Oh, no. Oh, no. And just like that, we had Miss Kimberly Klein on a Friday. Then we lost her. <laughs> and we're still working on our echo, 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 echo issues, unfortunately. Oh, no. Sorry about that, gang. Um, well, sadly, it doesn't always work well for us, especially especially on a Friday, which is uh, which is disappointing. Kimberly, sorry that we're not going to be able to have you on today. Sorry that the, uh, the, the audio issues. 
But I think Kimberly's hitting the nail on the head, Dad. Customers come in with this perception that they're going to get approved. Customers yeah, oh, for the yeah. past couple of months and years have been coming with the perception that they're just going to get approved. And now they're walking in and banks are legitimately, they've stopped lending. Yeah, no, it was, you know, uh, all the years that I did it, I, you, you had to have a certain credit scores to qualify for the cheapest subvented rates that the manufacturer's captive lender would would advertise. Now, you know, people would see the advertisement. They they didn't really care. Um, yeah. Now batting. Number 11, Kimberly Klein. Klein, Klein, Klein. 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 Um, they, 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 didn't, they didn't care that customers don't care that they might not qualify. They just see the rate and they want it. You know, it, there is a tremendous amount of education that goes on and reviewing credit reports and credit so that you can you can explain to the customer why in the captive lender's eye you don't qualify. It's unfortunate. Now, you know, a lot of the manufacturers, the captive lenders, have tiered rates. So if it was like at Mini, it's three nine nine for eighty four months. Well, Mini has gone to a a type of situation where everybody qualifies for the same thing. If you qualify, you qualify. But in the past, when if you needed a seven twenty or above credit score and you didn't have that, then if you were say six eighty to seven nineteen, you might qualify for four nine nine. If you were uh, 620 to, to 679, it might be 599 or 699. So a lot of the captive lenders would have separate tiers that were still better than what the ongoing rates were, Yeah, but certainly not as good as what the top tier customer. We had got. some conversation going on in the community forum as well, people sharing what interest rates they were getting approved for. And, you know, there were some folks and, and rightfully so, they were getting approved on used loans at like six and a half percent and asking, is this good? No, that's great. That's really good. Five yeah, and a half percent. That's sure. great right now. All right, Dad, let's jump to the chat here. Kimberly, sorry to not have Friday with you. Yeah, um, she'll be back with us next week. That is for sure. Whoops, there it is. So we'll see you next week, Kimberly. But thank you for trying with us. Let's go, Dad, to the chat. We've got a thoughtful contribution here from LS Tig King. Look at this car. About to have a B-Day on the lot. Need to buy used now. I know it's bad timing. All right. It'll take me a second because I can't copy paste from the chat uh, yeah. submission. So give me a second. But we will pull that up over on Car Edge. Bad timing to buy a used car? I don't know if it's bad timing to buy a used car. Well, We've been telling people, wait if you can. But yeah. Like, like, to be very clear, the reason we tell people to wait, the reason I, I did a solo video saying wait at least 30 days, is because I just think it's going to keep getting better. But I think the tide has turned. I mean, unless you're, oh, it totally has. Especially if I you're think a cash buyer. I, I think the tide is turning. I won't say that the tide has turned. Um, and the reason I say that, even though the wholesale values have dropped from the beginning of the year at the mm -hmm. auction by 10, 10.2%. 11% year over year. For, 11, okay, 11% year over year. Retail prices haven't gone down anywhere near that. Yeah, that, the, the actual so, downside to what's happened is the only impact on the retail customer is your trade-in's worth 11% less, less than, than it was. was before. And and the dealers haven't adjusted their 
their retail pricing or asking prices for these vehicles to any great degree. Has there been some decline in retail asking prices? Yes, but it is nowhere near what the wholesale drop has been. So, but the wholesale drop forces the hand of the dealer to be more open-minded to one would think in 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 normal circumstances. I mean, you know, we just had this conversation the other day. If you're running your dealership properly, A, you don't let a car have a birthday. B, you start adjusting your your asking price 15 to 20 days into its life on your lot um, because you would have a certain turn policy that says, hey, if I haven't retailed this within 90 days, on the 91st day, it goes to auction. Yep. Um, you know, and a lot of dealers have abandoned that, especially now because they know that if they have a, a, a vehicle that's been sitting around for a year, that they paid way more for it a year ago than what they would be able to get for it at the auction today. And they might be afraid to take that loss. But at a certain point, you, it's no different than when a customer is upside down in their trade. At a certain point, you bite the bullet and you move on. You either put down the cash or you lower the price in order to get rid of it so you can have fresh money to go buy something to replace it that costs less that you can make a profit on to offset that loss. Yeah, honestly, banks have stopped lending not only for cars, trucks, and SUVs on the consumer side. Banks have also uh, stopped lending as, as aggressively on the dealer floor plans to hold this inventory. Let's pull this vehicle <clears throat> up, Deb, for the individual who asked for our input. So we've got okay. here a 2014 Cadillac CTS sedan, the V-Sport. Fast, nice one. Yeah. Seller wants 25 grand for it. We think it's worth 23.7. Let's scroll down here. The thing that I'm interested in, yeah, there's one for sale, one that's sold. So it's not like a, it's not a normal car. Yeah, there's, not a, bunch there's of not a lot of. Let's look at the price history though. Uh, just click on it. They haven't moved much on price, Dad. I mean, I guess a little bit. They're down three grand, but they've literally been holding on to this since you know it's been a year. But the the, the September of last year. This dealer's got to be motivated to, to move this. You would think. You would think, and then we see more and, and, and more of these. And, and I will say this, that that dealer's going to look at you and go, well, you know, we were asking $27,950 for it. We've already reduced it $3,000. Three um, and then, you know, if you come in with some research, you can say to them, that's great, but you're probably going to need to reduce it another $1,000 or $1,500 to finally sell it. Just because you've reduced it $3,000 doesn't mean that, that the asking price is really reflective of what the market conditions are at the moment. It just means you've reduced what was an overinflated asking price to begin with. Good looking car. Yeah. You know, all yeah. things considered. Yes. All right, Pops, let's jump back here to the chat. Give me one quick second, gang. We had uh, this comment come in from Mark. Why would they stop if you have great credit history? I think what we're seeing, Mark, is continued bifurcation of the market. People who have struggled to find an under $20,000 car and don't have great credit history are going to be even more hamstrung trying to get approved. Mm -hmm. And those who have good credit, you know, affluence or buying the, the average transaction price for a new car is still forty-eight dollars they're still going to get approved. It's just going to be at a much higher rate. Yes. 
And they were thinking, Mubi wants to know when is the fire sale? Well, I don't know when the fire sale is, Dad. I don't know. Hey, bear with me. Give me a second here, Dad. I don't know when the fire sale is. But you do know. I do know when the Car Edge sales event is. If you are not familiar, August 11th and 12th, because we're already getting so busy, I think we're going to have to start on Friday, August 11th. We have taken over two dealerships in Staten Island, a Subaru dealership and a Jeep. Chrysler Deep, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram dealership. Pre-negotiated pricing. All the pricing is going to drop on August 1st. Okay, We can ship cars nationwide if you're not in Staten Island. We are going to be taking over the dealership. And, Dad, it is so real. Yes. So real that if you currently go to these dealerships' websites, there is a pop-up banner Wow! for the Car Edge sales event on their websites. And if I'm not mistaken, as this thing slides, we'll give it a quick second. As this thing slides, slide, baby. Please slide. Maybe I gotta refresh the page. I'm gonna refresh the page. Yeah. There's our pop-up. This thing's gonna slide, damn it. Yeah, sure it is. Come on. Yeah. Do no. it. Yeah, it's just suffering technical difficulties, just like Kimberly, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yes. Well, there's another banner that pops up here as well. We have taken over two dealerships, gang, and we have convinced them to let us set their pricing and to set their process. And oh, and, there it is. Yeah. There it was. Wait. We're literally taking over dealerships. Though. Yeah. That's awesome. And the pricing, by the way, is data-driven pricing based on market conditions um, where uh, we do a deep dive into the data that we have available uh, so that we can come up with fair prices to, as they say in the car business, move the metal that weekend. Yeah, no, we set all the pricing based on we do about 2,000 car deals a month. So so we, we know what we're doing here. Are you guys going to be in Staten Island? Yeah, we're doing a live yes. stream the entire day from the dealership on the showroom floor. Many members of the Car Edge team will be there as well. This will be hopefully the first of many Car Edge events that we're able to put on, help some, uh, help some dealers, you know, uh, treat customers the way that they you know. would like to be treated. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we, we did uh, – the show yesterday and there was some comments about Carvana and in the comments from YouTube, I mean, a lot of people say, Hey, but the beauty of Carvana is, you know, the price. Okay. There's no BS associated with it. The price that they have posted on the website is the price that you pay for it. Yes. Maybe I'm paying a little more, but there's none of the BS. Well, that's what we're trying to create for automobile dealerships around the country. The opportunity to prove to them that if you do a no gimmick, no hassle, no haggle, no BS pricing, yeah. that you will, you can actually sell more cars, have happier customers, have happier staff, because each transaction will take less time. That's the reason that we're doing what we're doing. Um, now, if if you if you want to come into Staten Island that weekend and you want to try and negotiate the prices that we've already pre-negotiated, don't bother. Okay, <laughs> don't come in because the price that will be online is the price that you will be able to buy it for. It will not change. It will no not change if you say, "Well, if you take twenty-five more dollars off, I'll buy the car." And I'll say to you, hey, it was really a pleasure meeting you. Um, 
but this is not the this is not the sale opportunity for you. So let's talk about before it before it happens. People are going to say well, you guys sold out. You guys are working with dealers. The dealer must be paying you. No, we're proving yeah. this. They're not paying us a dime. It's going to cost us probably twenty freaking thousand dollars. But it's yeah. worth it to prove a point because we do think this is what the future of the industry yeah. should look like. And in the same breath of us working with a dealer to do a car edge sales event. We have also launched our dealer tags initiative, which is where you can crowdsource. We're crowdsourcing information. This is not the first time we've done this. Last year we did dealer reviews. This mm-hmm. is a part of revitalizing that. If there are dealers who are practicing bait and switch, hidden fees, charging above MSRP, all sorts of things that we really, really, really advise that dealers don't do, we're creating a crowdsource platform where people can share that information and ultimately help others avoid those dealers. So our foot and our, our, our stance is squarely with our community. We are yes. not doing anything to jeopardize that. We simply want to make this experience better. Damn it. I'm very proud of that. We got to get back on topic for the show, Dad. Oh, okay. We got to uh, get back on topic. Uh, what was the topic? It was the fact that, that you know, you can't get approved for a car loan. Now, the okay. other thing that we love to do on this show is we love to obviously stay and, and then if you get approved for a new car loan, you ain't going to be happy anyway. All right, here's the deal. So J.D. Power, which, you know, whoever teach their own, J.D. Power, they come out with their annual reports for, you know, uh, satisfaction and things like that. This is, uh, you know, their information featured over here in the drive. New car buyers aren't impressed from J.D. Power. Dodge and Jaguar were standout performers in a year when customers found new cars less satisfying than ever. Before we jump into this, Dad, I just want to cue it up. These yeah. are the types of research reports. Like we had one earlier this year. Who was it? It was, I think it was like um, uh, Stellantis products. Chrysler, yes. Dodge, Jeep, Ram were the h- most highly reliable yeah. vehicles mm-hmm. as reported on by who was that? Was that also JD Power? I'm pretty sure. So you got to take these things with a grain of salt. Or it might have been consumer reports. I don't know. Who can keep track of this stuff? Certainly not me. Hey, I mean, I guess my point is you got you to gotta kind of take these reports that yes. you see with a major grain of salt. Now, maybe maybe one of the reasons Jaguar rated so highly is because, well, they sell so few of them uh, <laughs> that, you know, the, the handful of people that seem to be buying them um, are just really pleased as punch to have gotten themselves a Jaguar. Could be the case. All right, you're going to see headlines off this, so let's break down what actually is going on. According to the research... Customer satisfaction with new vehicles is in a steady decline. In 28 years of J.D. Power's automotive performance execution and layout study appeal, the latest survey marks the first consecutive year-on-year decline in results. Quote, the decline in consecutive years might look small, but it's an indicator that larger issues may lie under the surface, said one of the senior directors there. The study takes in 10 in. The study takes in 10 total factors, nine of which received lower scores from consumers over the last two years. The only area of improvement was fuel economy. So we're going to get into this in a second. Yeah. We're talking about you can't get finance for a loan. The past two years have been dealers adding markups and not enough supply, and you have to buy the expensive trim and pay over MSRP. And then it's bookended by worst customer satisfaction in this appeal survey. Go figure. Again, take it with a grain of salt, but it is kind of interesting. The biggest area of dissatisfaction has been in the looks department. Scores have slid from 894 to 888, with customers simply not buying today's new cars as appealing as they once did. Notably, brand new models aren't doing that well, scoring just three points higher. You look at it, Dad, the top vehicles, broken down by segment, your Mini Countryman. Whoa. Is the highest ranked small SUV, the Genesis GV60, Kia EV6. So you can see winners 
winners and losers here. Yes. I love it. The, the highest ranked large SUV is the Toyota Sequoia. Good luck getting your hands on one. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see that JD Power is putting out this information and at the end of the day saying customers are less satisfied with those new cars there. Maybe getting financed for it, overpaying for it just a touch. Um, you think that could lead into why they might be not as pleased? I think that could be a major part of it. And then in the same breath, though, yes, we finally have manufacturers starting to, starting to bring back their entry level trim options. So Justin on our team was doing some research. We got, I, I love this. <laughs> Where do you get these pictures of me? <laughs> Affordable cars are making a comeback. Automakers are finally buckling under some of the pressure. Good. Yeah, it actually, we 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 crunched the numbers. This is back on car. Justin dug in here a little bit with uh, Honda's about face. They previously removed their entry level mm -hmm. trim, brought it back. Kia is doing some similar things um, in some of the automakers as well. So maybe, maybe that JD Power study will be another push for automakers to keep things simple, keep things cheap, make them affordable for consumers. Well, I, 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 I think some of the some of the manufacturers are coming to the realization that they've just with producing nothing but the high, highest trim level vehicles uh, that that they've they've cut out too many people from the market, and so in in order to broaden who they can sell cars to, they have to go back to, to producing some less expensive entry-level vehicles. Simple now, vehicles. And it does, And when I say that, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to produce them in huge numbers, but the fact that they would be producing some as opposed to none is a step in the right direction. Um, you know, we, we have talked about it that there's an affordability crisis that the that the uh, manufacturers have left the middle class behind and this is perhaps finally um, some of the manufacturers admitting that that very well might be the case that they have abandoned the middle class and well they can't really grow their business if they continue to do that yeah so, that's finally what we're starting to see is yes. the, uh, the realization that going up market up market up market not only is yielding worse consumer satisfaction as measured by JD Power, yes, it's also yielding a smaller demand. I mean, just fewer demand, and, and ultimately yes. that'll impact their bottom lines. All right, gang, let's uh, Friday. So we got to talk about wins here. This was an incredible. Week. Before we do, though, I will pull uh, up in the comments. You guys feel incentives will improve towards the end of the year? Matthew um, wants to know. Do you think it'll be better at the end of the year? Yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. They typically are. December is going to be incredible. Yeah. December is going to be. It'll be a reversion to the mean. And we've got Chris here saying, "Memories watched a three-year-old video, loved your hairstyle, Zach." Oh, that was when that was when you hadn't cut it for like uh, kind of like what it's happening right now. But yeah. we are going to get a haircut quite what, soon. What's this we stuff? I us as a group. I will I will uh, vlog. Well, as a group, we're getting a haircut. Want to remind everyone that we just launched. Yeah, so I guess make you aware of actually uh, consultation calls. The team we keep building out the coaching team. Mm -hmm. We have now consultation calls. So if you want to work with us one on one over video consultation, just go to CarEdge.com, click on this Learn More button, and we have consultation calls. And then the big win from the week, two of them. One is that I don't know if you saw it. We have newly designed vehicle detail pages. They look nice. Oh, they do. This little drop down comes here, and it's like, oh, you want to look at what a warranty would cost? You can click on it. The payment wow. calculator, you can click on that. The wow. price history, you can Just click on that. Wow, it's pretty nice, man. It is. It's it, it's like it's like you actually have a staff 
of people who work on this. A team. A team. A team team of people who actually work on these things to improve stuff. Yeah, to improve the usability of the website. Yes, we listen to y'all. We really, really do. The big Friday win though, Dad. The local news outlet where you live here. Very local. It's called Down Beach Buzz. (laughs) Yes. Neither my dad or I have ever talked to anyone from Down Beach Buzz, yet yesterday we were featured on their homepage. Yes. Ventner's Ray and Zach Car Edge website helps you get the best deal. This is a profile on us and the business. Bless their hearts. They were able to they were able to do that without speaking a word to us. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Because I had texted Zach. I said, when did you get in touch with the Down Beach Buzz? And he said, what are you talking about? I said, oh, I'm going to send you an email. And there it was. It's awesome. It's, yeah. it's such an incredible win. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, it's just awesome what they share. Yeah. Like that. Has it gotten any comments? <laughs> I commented on it. Yeah. Yeah, I commented. Yeah. Thank okay. you so much for highlighting the work we do. We are proud to be in Ventnor and proud to help millions nationwide. Thank you again for taking the time to share our story. Yeah. Very nice. You haven't commented on it. I, I, well, you know, I feel it's too self-serving. To leave a thank you comment? Okay, I could do that. Come also. on, man. Yeah, okay. I get, let's get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. All right. We will be live tomorrow night. Yes. What time? Seven. Normal time tomorrow night. Um, it is Zach's birthday tomorrow. So... Uh, you could expect uh, some frivolity and uh, frivolity. Some, what does that mean? Uh, we'll be happy. We'll be they'll, they'll be doing some things that'll be fun. There'll be some things that even you don't know about. Frivolity? Whatever. You don't sound pick, like me. Don't pick just because I make up words. Don't pick up. I make me. up words. That's my stick. <laughs> uh, but but yes, there, there there are some things planned that you don't know about. All right. At least I'm not aware that you know about them. No. Um, and 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 I'm sure, yeah, there'll be some lightheartedness, and I'm sure um, that we'll we'll cover some serious topics as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. we absolutely yeah. will. So we'll be back tomorrow. And and, and I'm going to suggest this since your birthday that that we should probably uh, we should probably give out some merch that we don't have on hand down here. <laughs> In honor of your birthday. You know you know what we do have now? No. We only have two of them. We have car magnets. We had two, though, and Justin got one of them. So we, so have, we have one. one. Okay. What are you saying? We're going to give out a car magnet? I don't know, but Justin would have to ship it. He recently had a Whatever. We could, come on. He could figure it out. Come on. I mean, I know he lives in rural West Virginia. <laughs> he might have out. to travel a day and a half to get somewhere <laughs> where he can ship it out. But, you know, by wagon train. Dad, but he drives at Iotic. He's got, all right. Okay. And Iotic five. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Love the channel. What's the best strategy to start negotiating when you pay it off quickly? I don't care about the rate as long as it doesn't have to pre- Yeah, you're 100% right. That's something that we coach people on. Yeah. Carson, I'll say this. Email me, Zach, Z-A-C-H, at caredge.com. First of my birthday presents to the community. If you email me, I'll give you free access to Deal School 3.0 in the community forum. So then you have all the strategies right there in your hands. But you got to email me, Carson. And please don't have a bunch of people email me pretending to be Carson. Yes. That's not nice, and we are nice people. Well, we try to be. You've got another show, Car Edge Electric. Yes. Tune in. It's in 11 minutes over on Car Edge Electric. Search Car Edge Electric or Car Edge Electric Unplugged. 
Thank you, everyone, for being here. I look forward to seeing everyone tomorrow on the Car Edge channel. Yes, at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm just stopping there. 4, 4 p.m. Uh, West Coast time uh, on, on, the, on the left coast. It would be the left coast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Don't drink and drive. We'll see you all tomorrow.